This is Carla Harris, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabelle. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabelle. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is author and advisor, Carla Harris. Carla is the senior client advisor at Morgan Stanley and has written books including Expect to Win and Strategize to Win. We talk about her new book, Lead to Win, Biggest Obstacles and How to Succeed at Work during this episode. Carla, welcome to Five Questions. Well, thank you for having me, Dan. To start off, what were the biggest obstacles you faced as an African-American female trying to break the glass ceiling at a major financial firm? The big deal was that I didn't know the rules of the game and I didn't have a playbook. I walked in believing and embracing the concept of a meritocracy because, frankly, every firm that came to interview or recruit at Harvard Business School sold a meritocracy. But it didn't take me long before I realized that being smart and working hard were not enough. There were other things that informed your success equation that really made Made all the difference. But I'll tell you one in particular with respect to any glass ceiling, and I don't, I don't really believe in the concept of a glass ceiling, but I do respect it and understand why people say it. One of the most important pearls that I learned is that you don't ask, you don't get, which I write about in my first book, Expect to Win. In the sixth chapter, there's one person that has responsibility for your career, and that's you. And so often, women and people of color in particular sort of wait for somebody to tap them on the shoulder and you must ask for the order, especially when you are asking for a leadership position, more power and authority. You make sure that the organization knows that it is your aspiration and intention to lead. I think that's a beautiful and smart answer, especially because I reflected my career and really it came down to persistence. Now, I don't want to say I'm not smart or creative or have these other qualities, but just following up again and again, it's not that I'm not taking no for an answer because maybe I'm not qualified or it's not the right time right now. You know, if it's something you really want, if, if you believe in yourself, just keep building up, advancing your skills. And then when it's the right time, ask and ask again. You have nothing to lose. And I think that a lot of people are their own worst enemy in this respect. We have like this very fascinating work paradigm right now that over the past few years, especially during COVID, where there's remote workers and there's uncertainty and some people are doing hybrid. And, you know, a lot of the leadership qualities are still important that were always important. But I think that now managing a career in this environment is different and has created a lot of fear. Mm -hmm. So how do you successfully navigate these new challenges and opportunities for the way we're working now? Yes, I'll tell you that I think it's an extraordinary opportunity, whether you're building your career or whether you're a leader, because for the first time in our lifetime, Dan, we have a blank sheet of paper, which means nobody really has the playbook. You get an opportunity to construct, to develop, and really keying into what matters to the people that are working with you and not just following the script of what you think you need to do as a leader. Now you get to sit back and say, okay, it's different for all of us. Let me find out what you need. What is the environment that would really make you inspired to come and give your all and beyond even what you thought you could do? Let's talk about what that looks like. What kind of support would you need from me as a leader? What kind of guidance would you need from me as a leader? When would you want me to leave you alone? Go get the information, engage in the conversation. It is valuable because when you now deliver that as a leader, you amplify the message. I'm listening. You matter. I appreciate your contributions. All of that will pay a handsome yield on your engagement with the people who are working with you. And a lot of the conversations I've had now with leaders are about just asking how people are. 
I feel like we've come to a point because work and life are so like interrelated and a lot of people are working from home. So like maybe their spouse is like six feet away from them or their kids walk in or whatever. You know, people have a window to people's life in a, in a way they didn't working in a physical office. I feel like the importance of being an empathetic leader is, is really important in understanding what people are going through. Would you agree? Absolutely. I think empathy has always been a key ingredient to outstanding leadership, but we didn't call it that. We didn't speak about that openly. We were just starting to talk about vulnerability. If you think about it, Dan, in 18 and 19, people were just starting to talk about the concept of vulnerability. And what's fascinating to me is these things have always been a part of our human experience. But think about the energy that it took to hide that. Think about the energy that it took not to mention it when it was eating you up, coming through your pores, but you had to suck it down, especially if you were leading a group of people or if you were trying to aspire up the ladder in an organization. These things are now integrated, I think, in a much more productive and constructive way because of the experience we've all gone through. Now a word from our sponsor. Having trouble hiring, retaining, and developing your workforce? iSolved is here to help. I saw People Cloud is a comprehensive human capital management solution that helps you employ, enable, and empower your workforce throughout the entire employment lifecycle. From attracting and recruiting, to onboarding and compliance, from payroll and benefits to time and labor management, and from talent management to predictive people analytics. Transform your employee experience for a better today and a better tomorrow with iSolved. For more information, go to isolvedhcm.com. And so on a daily basis, what are your recommendations for people who are looking to get ahead at work? If you're looking to get ahead at work, some of the pearls that I talk about in my first two books, Inspect to Win and Strategize to Win, are really understanding what the key success factors are in your environment and making sure that you are seen through that lens. And that's chapter four of Expect to Win, Dan. Perception is the co-pilot to reality. How people perceive you will directly impact how they deal with you. So being aware of the perception and more importantly, understanding that you have the power to drive people's perceptions about you, but you need to know what success looks like and what those three adjectives are. The second thing that I would tell anybody is your authenticity is your distinct competitive advantage. And interestingly enough, your authenticity is a hallmark of being a powerful leader as well. So understanding who you are and what facet of you will authentically connect with your audience, whether it's a coworker, whether it's your boss, whether it's a thousand people that you're talking to in a conference room or in an auditorium at your office, understanding that that's your distinct edge. And then the third thing is being comfortable taking risks because in the environment that we're in now, innovation is the dominant competitive parameter. So therefore you have to be comfortable going into unknown territory and you have to be comfortable that you're gonna to have to take the risks in order to innovate. Because if you don't hit the wall, you haven't gone by definition as far as you can go. So you need to continue to iterate and take those risks until you hit the wall, find the point that you're at now and what needs to go to market and then figure out how to push that wall down again to go to point two or 2.0 or 3.0 of whatever that product or process is. And if you're a leader, it really is around the authenticity. It's around the building trust. It's around creating clarity, making sure that you're intentional around diverse workforces, because that's how you get the best idea. That's how you can have confidence when you go to market with a product or a process that you have no gaps because you had all voices at the table when you were creating the thing. 
Yeah, I think the voice of employee has become more important, especially with all this decentralization of the workforce. Yeah. And I agree with your whole premise and, and a lot of what you talk about in your to win series is collect data. Sometimes it's qualitative data, conversations like you were saying earlier to ask questions, to get information. But sometimes it's also collecting data in terms of you know what you're seeing in your work environment, what people are talking about to just kind of make better decisions about how you operate in that environment. And what's your best piece of career advice? leverage and value relationships. You know, I'm a big fan of making sure you have the skills and you can put the, the points on the board. But Dan, at the end of the day, you cannot maximize your success in any seat going up the ladder or as a leader without relationships. That relationship capital is key. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Carla. To follow her journey, you can read Lead to Win and find her on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, where she shares her advice, appearances, and conversations. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan Shawbell. And please remember to rate and review the five questions podcast on iTunes.